What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 24th episode of the Sean Salisbury Show here on the Believe Network. Crazy weekend of football, both college and NFL. We'll try and get to everything that we can today. Uh, we've got a firing. We've got a files being charged on a player today. We've got um, soft-ass penalties. We've got the new uh, concussion protocol coming into play immediately involving the team that created these problems. We've got a uh, who else could be fired. I think there's one coach that's very close to being fired. And But let's start with the firing that we've talked about multiple times on this show, and that's Matt Rules out in Carolina. It, it was time. It, it just had not worked. And, you know, kudos to him to get that shot in the NFL. But I think it's it's known that, he can build college programs. He needs to go back. I think Nebraska is the best place, in my opinion, that he should go. I don't think Wisconsin is going to be the job. Um, but if he can go to Nebraska and kind of start building, just like he did at Baylor, I think he can develop a very nice program there in Lincoln. No doubt. And I'm going to answer that, Sigs, in just a second. I'm going to tell you where you can also bet on Nebraska, oh, yeah. Wisconsin, and everyone else right. bet online. And it's back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season and throughout the season. And you'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends to your liking. And if you continue, uh, and it is also your continued source for all sports wagering, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like. MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf, as well as the big sports that we've already discussed. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's capital B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's BetOnline where the game starts. Yeah, it's MLB playoff time. Get there, bet on these games. Yes, it is. It's been interesting so yeah. far. We saw the you know the teams that kind of uh, had that week off or those five days off struggle early. Astros the only you know came back and won. The Dodgers won late last night, um, but it's an interesting time here in the MLB playoffs. But yep. back to where our, before I forgot about bet online. Matt Rule, what are your thoughts on the Carolina Panthers firing him? What their direction should be? And does Nebraska make the most sense to you when it comes to Matt Rule next? Yeah, Sags, and you hit it. You had him as your overrunner fired in the season as the first guy to go, and he did. Real quick, listen, Matt Rule did a hell of a job at Baylor. He's a good coach. He just ran into the fact that he didn't seem to have, and a clue's not the right thing, but have control. I mean, when I say control, they didn't seem dialed in on, on you know, as far as who to get, how to get him on the field and working a plan and knowing, knowing exactly who was supposed to do what. Remember last year, Joe Brady gets fired by Matt Rule, the offensive coordinator. And I'm not sure that they all the pieces to the puzzle and their thoughts were there, and the quarterback position did not play well over the last two years. It just didn't. And there's only so much you can do. I thought it would probably square peg round hole, and it was time. I get it. I hate to see a guy fired, but there's a lot of million reasons why you can't feel sorry for a guy. Nebraska's a great job. He's going to get hired again as a head football coach. It'll be in college, and he'll help build a program. He did a great job at Baylor. Carolina's got to get more players. they got to stay healthy, and they got to get offensive weapons and a quarterback that's dominant. Apparently, Baker Mayfield gets to help choose the next head coach, according 
to their owner and he's going to have some, or at least gets to, when I say choose, gets to be involved in the, the, the decision-making process and that he's their guy, which to me is absolutely absurd and stupid to allow a player to decide who the head coach is. I, I, I don't get it. That being said, especially now, it ain't Brady and Rodgers. You're talking about a guy who may not be your starting quarterback, but they're going to they're gonna apparently let that happen. For Matt Rule or who replaces him, Seggs, I would imagine they're going to go try to find a, an offensive guy that knows the quarterback position. Who that is today and who it's going to be a week from now, uh, I can only speculate. But think young mind, offensive explosion, that type of guy. And I'm going to tell you one to be alert for is Bill O'Brien from Alabama. Four division titles. He's not going to be the front office guy, but he did coach the team fairly well when he was here. And he's got a great offense at Alabama. My guess is that they'd probably interview him. He's not my number one candidate, but somehow it tells me that he's going to surface again somewhere. Yeah, his name's just, I mean, it's been every job opening, NFL or college, his name is attached. And that's because of the success he's had, you know, during his time at with the Houston Texans, his time with the New England Patriots, hire an NFL guy, not not a college guy. Yes, hire an NFL ex- guy. exactly. And I mean, there's going to be so many names thrown around. And the the one stat that stuck out to me about Matt Rule, one in twenty seven in thirty eight career games coached, twenty eight times he did not score over seventeen points. He was one in seventeen in those games. I mean, can't do it. And we, the, the statistics will bear it out. Yeah, yeah. You can't score less than twenty. Look at this: teams that score less than twenty points or twenty points or less. I was looking at numbers. They, they, you just don't win. And they say you, you don't. You do not win. You may get lucky once in a while, but you got to score 24, 28. You got to be in that range to be a Super Bowl caliber team, unless you're getting the. Pittsburgh Steelers, 85 Chicago Bears type defense, the 70 Steelers. It's not happening. So they for a guy who we thought was going to come in with Joe Brady and explode offensively, the position hasn't been good. The offensive production hasn't been good. It was time to move on from him, and it'll, it'll be it'll, they'll move on from the interim coach too, and it'll be an offensive guy, I would imagine, but a different style, more, more so somebody that's been in the NFL is my thought process because their offense is awful, and it only it – only, it only, it beg, or it begs, should I say, for them to go get an offensive coach that they think NFL-wise can make this work. Okay, let me throw three names at you of guys that I think could be the next fired. Uh, um, Ron Rivera. We saw him talk about Carson Wentz in a way that people were kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you don't just go at your guy. Like, you guys made the move to go get Carson Wentz, and now you're basically saying, like, well, we're stuck with Carson Wentz. I mean, the whole situation right. was just weird there with Ron. I, I don't know what's going on. He's 15 and 23 now as the Washington head coach. I don't know how he lasts because they're not going to get any better. Yes, they may beat the Bears tomorrow night, but the Bears are a bad football team. I mean, that's a good division playing good football. And I mean, think about that. The NFC East, we're saying, might be top heavy the best division oh, of yeah. football the way they're playing right now Jeez. and i mean record wise his, it says it is yeah he's stuck his foot in his mouth and and that can kind of lead to losing the locker room which in turn leads to losing your job i'll throw two other names frank reich things are just not working in indy i don't know what's going on there two two and one but you know this is a team that should be dominating that division and they're clearly not and then dan campbell 
we can give him all the credit for, you know, getting his guys wanting to play for him and all this rah rah. We saw all this stuff on hard knocks. He's four seventeen and one. They had one of the best offenses in football through four weeks and they weren't winning games. I mean, this is um a guy that I think will wear thin quick if if it doesn't turn into victories. I love Dan. Motivational, like guys with that high energy keep their job when they're winning and people want to move on from it quickly when you're losing. Players do. Yeah. And that whether it's Dan or not, I, I'm with you. I Listen, I love him. And I know they play hard, but every team plays hard. At least they should. And I know they hang around, but it, you got to win. And Dan knows that. And it's it's this is a this is not a patient league. So whether it's during the season or not, they have got to show at least some improvement. Now, offensively, they got better, but a lot of times they're playing from behind and chasing, and so they're throwing and putting up numbers. Um, but uh, it'll be a bummer. Secondly, Ron Rivera, uh, I think he's in danger as well. I was shocked. I've known Ron a long time, man, since college. I was actually shocked as a former player that he went. Now, I understand accountability. That's in-house stuff. You don't, you don't do that. You just don't. Because I reverse and say, what if Carson Wentz said, well, why are we losing? It's the coach. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? And, and, and Wentz is a grown-up man, just like, just like Ron Rivera's. I know it would be insubordinate, but imagine how you'd feel. He'd be in Rivera's office in five seconds saying, what did you say? What, what is going on? Love Ron, but they've got to get better as well. That offense... And, and when you start bus tossing players, every player starts to think, well, am I next? And I know he apologized for it, but damage probably already done. You lose yeah. trust in a hurry. And then the, uh, the third one, Segs, you had mentioned Frank was. Frank Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frank, listen, I don't know how deep and feel good the relationship is with Chris Ballard and Jim Irsay, but it doesn't matter. That team flounders around. They're fortunate to be where they are. Yeah. yeah. Because the only time they seem to play good is in the fourth quarter. Now, it's fortunate that they do, but other than that, un- unproductive. Matt Ryan, while he does a nice job in the fourth quarter, he has been a disappointment to me so far. A disappointment. Turning the ball over, I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, I think he can probably come out of it and put numbers up, but I think all three are in danger, and we'll be back to five or six of them by the time the season's over. Yep, definitely. Uh, weird situation. We had two of them this weekend. Two roughing the passer penalties. One on Grady Jarrett against Tom Brady. On third down, when the the Falcons made the stop they needed to to get the ball back, and I mean it was one of those ones where he's coming across, grabs Brady, and kind of swings him around and throws him down. Didn't hit his head. I didn't think it was any more force than necessary, and the penalty was thrown. And then the Monday night game, Chris Jones strip sack has the ball in his hands and lands on top of Derek Carr and is flagged for roughing the passer. Never seen anything like that before. I mean, the NFL has to get this figured out and figured out quick because those are two calls that could have cost their teams a game. Well, the way Atlanta was charging on and, and it come down from, what, 21 to nothing, yep. and it was, had, was back in at one score away. 21-15. It yeah. could have made the difference. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So, say that, <laughs> listen, there's no doubt I'm going to say this once. We all want safety, but none of us – and I'm talking about former quarterbacks, current quarterbacks. None of those guys like this rule unless it works in favor of them in the game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, having a beer afterward, they'll say it's horseshit, and it is. This overprotection of quarterbacks is absurd. I, I for years I've been saying we're on the edge of of losing the integrity of tackle football, and we 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 are standing on the line now. It is it is way overboard. They, 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 it's tackle football. Yes, it's a violent game. Cheap shots, get rid of them. I get all that, but th- th- there's no place for a guy to hit anyway. 
there was nothing there was nothing negative hurtful over over there and there was more of them but those are the two that stick out oh, that that you're over uh too physical and slamming a guy with an intent nothing it was called playing football and quite frankly neither one of them not only didn't warrant a flag you would have said gosh the guy could have hit you a lot harder if he mm-hmm. wanted to and didn't so i thought it was weak i understand officials are trying to do their job got to stop this and the competition committee save worrying about lawsuits and the and the the holier than thou self-righteous bullshit that none of us want to hear that yeah they want to keep their stars on the field and they want to make sure the money so your stars are there i know they care about safety and they should it's it's not we are there's only one left step there's only one step left sags and that's put a red jersey and it is true tony dungy hit it right this isn't football we're watching it's close to touch or flag when it comes to the quarterback position and and warren moon come on i mean they're all i don't know any quarterback that likes the rule Guys I've talked to, to a man. So to me, it's it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. It's costing people games. And stop the nonsense. You heard Aikman on the broadcast. You may not use the term that people get sensitive over, but we understand what it meant, okay? Yes. And I didn't, I didn't bother me at all. We got it. Jack Lambert used to say that for when he was playing in the 70s. The truth of the matter is, it's not the players that want this, and I'm not sure the officials want it, but whatever the competition committee is doing, just, just stop this. Let us play football, take out dirty play and late intentional hits, and let us play tackle football and take the hits a quarterback's supposed to take. And I don't – unfortunately, guys get hurt. We hate to see it. Overreaction. We have overcorrected to the point this ain't tackle football, and it sure as hell is taking the integrity away of it. Yeah, two things real fast. First of all, the whole point of – in the rule where you cannot land on top of a guy, sometimes it, it – a defensive guy cannot stop in midair and fall off the guy. Right. And, and like, it, it's impossible. And then the other problem I had from this weekend involving one of these plays was the Brady hit by Grady Jarrett that was flagged was the way Brady reacted. He kind of, you know, got thrown down and he got up and kind of kicked like it was a cheap shot. You know, he kind of kicked at Grady Jarrett. And I think that's what drew the flag and me personally, because I mean, Brady knows he can work the system to his advantage in certain ways. And that's one of them. And to me, yep. that's, you know, I think Brady's better than that. And you, you kind of look like, well, I mean, I, I think I might even said it on Twitter. He looked like a bitch the way he kind of kicked off like a little kid, you know, kicking at their big brother or big sister. Like you're not allowed to touch me. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Like that's what he looked like. So that was the problem I had. And now on the other side of that, real quick, go ahead. Yeah, real quick on sex, real quick on that is we've gotten to the point where these guys, even though off the field, I'll guarantee you, Brady says, oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, yeah. it gets, but you, all these quarterbacks, second they get hit, their head snaps to the dog on a, a referee. Every time. Like, are you going to call this? I mean, boom, even if it's a normal hit, the truth of the matter is we got to get back to the days where a good, clean, legal hit, even on a quarterback. Oh, well, sorry. Oh, his ribs hurt. I, what a bummer! It's part of football, I, I, not dirty. What about? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, so, it's to the point now where fifty million a year, a quarterback gets like grazed across the face mask, and they're yelling at the ref. Like, come on! Oh like, yeah, yeah, stop it. it! It's overboard, man, and we got to fix it, or we're losing the entire integrity of tackle football. Right, and well, and the biggest story of football over the last few weeks has been Tua, Tua, and his head injury. What we saw in that Sunday game, and then what we saw in the Thursday night game, he's out. And Mike McDaniel has said he is going to be out this Sunday as well. Looking like he could be back the week after if things play right for the Dolphins. But Teddy Bridgewater gets thrown to the ground, hits his head, kind of gets up slow, but 
there was no stumble. I mean, I've watched the video three different angles. There was no stumble. There was no grabbing his helmet. And there was no nothing from him. And some spotter sitting way up in a booth says, I didn't like that. You're out of the game the rest of the game. And and now it's like, now the Dolphins are playing gun shy. They don't even want to put Teddy back in the game for this coming week. Uh, Skylar Thompson's going to start and Teddy Bridgewater may be the backup if he's cleared. I mean, this is insane. Now, if we're, like you just said, we overcorrected way too much. And now we're going in the other ditch because now what happens if you're in the Super Bowl and Tom Brady gets thrown down and, you know. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. He be taken hit. out of the game right. for the whole Super Bowl. It's it's insane. Hey, and he could listens. not have a concussion. And I and I don't think that they even had to Bridgewater said he didn't. I mean, his head was fine. I yeah. mean, the whole thing, nobody even there was nothing wrong. So some guy gets to set up there and say, you know, I didn't like the, the optics of it. Save it, dude. You don't get to make the decision if he's out the whole game. Go in in the protocol and come back out. I think it hit in the head. I'm fine. That guy can suggest that you go through the protocol and yes, see if I, he's I'm okay. A, I'm fine with that. I, I don't, Yes, no problem. But to stand up there and tell me on the sidelines or my medical staff, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, he can't come back. Hell no. No, 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 no. Safety is one thing. And look what they've done. The, the Tua thing is, I mean, we were, listen, Sags, even before Tua, we were way too overprotective of quarterbacks. I hated the fact that he got hurt, but way too protective on good, clean, legal mm-hmm. hits. And now it's to the point. It literally, we, you know, we joked about it a decade ago. What are we going to do next? Play touch football? We, at that position, we damn near are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, enough. I, I'm, I'm all sensitive and compassionate to injuries I am. But if Teddy Bridgewater was not hurt in the head, Teddy Bridgewater should be playing this week. Yes. If he wants to and he's cleared protocol, Teddy Bridgewater should be allowed to play football this week because other livelihoods are on the line. And if he didn't fail protocol and he passed and he's clean, why the hell isn't Teddy Bridgewater playing? Because the optics are bad? Yeah, sucks. Wrong as well. Right, because we know if the Tua situation didn't happen and just say he had a high ankle sprain and that's why he wasn't playing and Teddy Bridgewater was in that game on Sunday, he gets thrown down, he would have been back in the game. Yeah, Hell, he probably would have stayed in the game. Oh, yeah. Because there was no signs. And yep. then, you know, maybe the Dolphins win that game. Who knows? And But now he's got to go through extra steps of the protocol, which is fine with me if he has the concussion, but it was deemed on Sunday. They're necessary. There was, yes, there was no right, no implications of a concussion. So this is something where the NFL is once again overcorrected, and now we are going to see this is going to happen in a big game to a big time player, and fans are going to go nuts, and or it's going to happen. We're going to see somebody stumble in the Super Bowl or an NFC AFC Championship game, and they're not going to pull them because the stage is too big and you can't lose a Patrick Mahomes or a Travis Kelsey or, right. you know, some big time player, you can't lose that guy out of that game. So it, it's going to be just a bad look for the NFL overall. Um, I agree. Awesome. Mon- Monday night, Devonte Adams walking off the field, uh, a camera, a photographer walked in front of him. I do think that the cameraman startled Devonte Adams. I don't think he was expecting him. But Devontae Adams reacted with a shove. I keep seeing people like, this is no big deal. This is no big deal. I'm sorry. You don't get to just shove people because you're pissed off that your team just lost. That's just not how life works. Just because the guy startled you 
I mean, I've gotten startled before by my kids. I don't turn and slap them or shove them to the ground. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. So he has been charged with a misdemeanor assault, which whatever battery, whatever it was. And it's going to be a fine. He's not going to spend a day in jail. Right. Of course. But I mean, and he apologized after, but my thing is if he startled you and you shoved him, help him up. Help him up. Just say, hey, man, my bad. You scared me. That's on me. And none of this would have been a problem. But instead of just kind of looking down at him and walking by him, you looked like an idiot. And and now you my pay the favorite, consequence. Yeah, my, my favorite thing about it was then he sends out the apology, which is fine. But he sends it out on social media. Yeah. And says, hey, I hope you see this. And through the media. No, dude, yes. Yeah, why don't you reach out? Yeah. If you felt bad about it and go tell him you're sorry. And he didn't mean to do it. Listen. And then I, I read these some of these comments of some of these dumbasses on social media. Oh, well, who, how did Devonte know that it wasn't some crazy fan that was there? To, he was a credentialed person with a camera, a camera stand, whatever it was. So listen, yeah, bad timing by the guy to be there when they're coming up the tunnel or whatever. I get it. But save it. Save the startled when you're walking and you're staring straight ahead. I know. Oh, we'll get most of us would say, yeah, oh, oh, man, man excuse oh, me. I thought, yeah, exactly. Let me pick you up or go or go around him. Okay, let's face it. He was pissed. He took it out on that guy. Yes. That guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, I personally don't think it warrants a friggin' lawsuit. Okay. No, no, let's, I agree with that. Let's slow our roll. Yeah. Let, 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 let's slow our Now, unless he fell down and, you know, separated his shoulder and rotated, doesn't have insurance. I, I get all that, but, and, and then fine, but the, the lawsuit, let, let's stop with all the frivolous yes, crap. Agreed. But agreed. it's still, it's not just optics. It was a, it was a, it, it was a weak ass play because if somebody does that to a fan, if a fan did that to a player, people go nuts, dude. Right. That player's going so a player did it to a fan. They don't get carte blanche because when people say, well, that's his work area. Well, apparently the credentialed employee was that's his down work there area. as well. Yeah. So I, I, you know what? Bad look. It was a, and it, and it's was heightened by a bad loss and a stupid decision by the head coach. That doesn't make it. It does not matter. Devonte, I've never seen him have problems with this stuff before. No, Adam. No, as I far as I know, I he's a good, he's but, a good guy. But that still, it still doesn't warrant you the hall pass to do that. Okay, it was dumb, and and it, it's he's it's it's a bad look. So you reach out to the guy and go talk to him. But a lawsuit's a little bit frivolous to me if you want yes. the truth. Yes, I, I just feel like Devonte Adams handled this situation wrong in Poorly. multiple ways, and it just looks bad. You just said something that I want to get right into. Then is. Josh McDaniel's decision goes for two. You're down one with about four. I have it written down four twenty seven left in the game. And you score the touch and you go for two instead of tying the game. I mean, and, and we we're going to talk about another decision made by a guy who's made multiple decisions that were just like, same, what are you same, thinking? same division, right? yeah, like, same what division? are you thinking? Yeah. Shocker. But, what was your initial thoughts watching that game? And were, were you just screaming at your team? Because you're a Raiders fan. That That's your team. Dude. Were you like, just tie the damn game? Like, what, what are you doing, Josh thinking, Daniels? I was thinking to be named a head coach for the second time around, you cannot have this low a common sense and low football IQ. Knowing that he's right. one of the great. Hey, but let's not mistake great play callers on offense for great head coaches. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I tried to go through it, and I, I thought I was blacking out like, Okay, they're down one with 427 to go. You're like doing the math. I, I think, I'm, I'm looking, I'm thinking, do I got to do the metric? What, what am I missing here? 29 plus the, the, one is 30, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I said, okay, you're not down. You're not down. Uh, you're not You're not to the point where there's eight seconds left and you're tired and getting your 
ass handed to you and you need to get out of the building. You're going right. for the two for the win. There's 427 left. Both teams have got like five or six straight drives with scores. I get uh, his explanation was simply, well, thought it put a little pressure on him because we had a one point lead. Well, if you tie it, they got to go down and score. There's pressure. If you are down, they've got to control the ball. So there's pressure. If you go up one, they got to control. It made no, you didn't go up by three. Yes. You didn't go up by six for an extra point Thank of seven. You, yes. you weren't down two. see, it almost makes me feel like if they were up to, if they were like, we're got up to two, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't have kicked it to go up to three. He'd have said, well, let me get to four. So a, t- so a field yes. goal doesn't tie us. That's how that, that was the mentality. It was his, there is no metric analytic evidence that says that's a smart decision. Oh, the players were all in. Well, no shit. Yeah. Of course the players want every player. Hey, you want to go for it? Sure. Yeah. Let's go for it. But if I'm Derek Carr, I said, no coach, we got 427. We're going to see the ball again. And they did. Oh, and by the way, nice fourth and one call to run a, a, a low percentage fade on fourth and a yard and a half <laughs> right. where you could throw the ball to the flat or hand it to Josh Jacobs, who rests for about a buck 60. <laughs> who I, is I mean, he, Jimbo Fisher? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? That said, you really want to get fired from your second head coaching job as quickly as possible. Because make no mistake, great offensive play caller. But between <laughs> between offensive coordinator and head coach, you want to talk about a guy that the, the brain fog is like, dude, McFly, right. what are you doing? It, it absolutely zero sense. I do that if I'm worn out and there's seven seconds to go and I want to win the game and get out of the building. 427, there couldn't be a dumber play call. And I've seen Staley and, and, and Nathaniel Hackett doing both. What is what AFC West? What, what are you doing? Andy, Andy Reid's just Andy sitting Reed's back the only being one like, normal, right? This is a fucking cakewalk because these guys are idiots. Like, they yes. have all the talent in the world, but these guys are idiots. Like, this Thanks is Thanks for handing the game over to me, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. And the division. What? I mean, could, could you be dumber? And these right. guys aren't dumb, but I don't know what they're thinking. I, I, I threw my hands up and said, I'm done with it, man. They got no shot this year if they're making decisions like that. All right, let's 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 go here. Uh, Chargers up two. 30 to 28 Staley goes for it on fourth and one from his own 46 with a minute 15 left in the game. Luckily for him, the Browns kicker can't kick and missed a 51 or so yard. 54. I think it was 54. Yeah. Whatever it was, uh, missed the game because they wouldn't, they couldn't move the ball, you know, because I mean, without Deshaun Watson, that offense just isn't very good. But I mean, in that amount of time, so he got lucky. They still won the game. But again, just another decision like, what are you doing? Just punt the ball yep. down inside the 20. And they said it couldn't move the ball, yet they had scored 28 points, Cleveland. Right. So yeah. if you're thinking, okay, so let me just give them the short field. They get a half a completion right. and kick a field goal. I, I, I was saying the same. I said, dude, you talk about a guy who's made, you know, the coach's job is to put your team in the best position to succeed. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wondering why players aren't fighting with this. I mean, with the coach, like, coach, no, no, no. What are you doing? No, 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 no. no. I I trust my quarterback. I want to put it in my quarterback's hands. Yeah, we all trust him. But that's not not the smart play. Right. Punt it. Make them work their way to a field goal. Make them go 60 yards. Right. Not six. I mean, can you imagine the narrative if he makes it? He's already dumb enough that he didn't. Uh, and Staley's another smart guy. Sigs, I don't understand. I don't. But I think he's I another smart guy Simple that is math. a defensive mind that, you know what? He may just be a defensive coordinator that can develop some of the best defenses in football. But when it comes to making decisions, 
the dude's not there. He, he he does not understand the game of football when it comes to making these decisions. Too cute. Yeah, you don't need to be that cute. Good gracious, stop it. And it just I I listen. I, I'm I'm last weekend. I mean, I've been over these stupid ass decisions by some of these coaches. And it really, I'm sitting here saying, you can be in your living room. People say, oh, I could have made that go. Yep. The sad part about it is the person on Twitter, the person sitting in their living room can make the decisions smarter than those two did this past weekend. Well, and I mean, we saw it. You kind of mentioned like, where are the players at, you know, on the sidelines being like, coach, what are we doing here? Like, we no, can't, we can't. Yeah. Right. Keenan Allen was on Twitter because he was not at the game. He's like, what the f- are we doing? Uh, he tweeted that out, and, and then he deleted <laughs> it. So, I mean, come on, that looks dumb for you, Keenan Allen. But then, then Brad and Staley says, "Staley says, well, it brought us closer, <laughs> yeah, closer like, to what? Closer to closer like, to Keenan Allen telling the owner seventh to, grade put us going steady right on you dude, what? Yeah, send this yeah. dude packing because yeah, I it mean, brought us closer. All right, closer to me taking a dog a clean up my ass for making another dumb decision. Right, for I a just, smart guy. I'm with Keenan Allen. Like what? What are we doing? Don't delete because it, Keenan Allen. I don't care who the quarterback. Yes, stand by it because you're going to be addressed anyway. Well, maybe, maybe Brandon. I mean, uh, the Staley will make some better decisions. But two years in a row, man, he's put him in some bad situations. Yep. Uh, the big game we talked about a lot about uh, before. I think it was last Friday or Thursday. I don't remember. Uh, Cowboys, Rams. Cowboys get the win, twenty-two ten. Cooper Rush, you know. Didn't have to do much. I think he was 11 to 16 for 160 ish yards or no, 106 yards, excuse me. 114 yards. Or 114, whatever it was. Just over right. 100. And, but he did what he needed to do. And the running game was excellent with both guys, Pollard and Zeke Smith, both ran the wall hard. They kind of shared the, the, the carries. And then the Dallas defense did what the Dallas defense does. They forced the turnover, get the score, and they were dominant again against the, the Rams who, aren't playing good football. Zeke Elliott getting the getting you the hard yards, Tony mm-hmm. Pollard explosive, explosive and home plays. Runner, and you're not turning the ball over at the quarterback position so you're in it and their defense is dominant. We saw the same thing the week before they threw it a little more. The 49ers kicked their ass at the line of scrimmage, Garoppolo protects the football and they win. Right now the Rams are reeling because they're a finesse team. On the offensive side of the ball, if everything's not working offensively for them, they can't block anybody. And they'll turn it over to you and give you opportunities and they've got good players but you run into good defenses, and Cooper Rush, to, listen, we know who the better thrower of the football and more explosive is. I'm curious to see, Segs, and C- Cooper Rush, phenomenal job, getting him to 4-0, and maybe if he has to play against Philadelphia, he's done what you're supposed to do. Keep this thing rolling as a teammate without, even if you're not spectacular. But I'm wondering what it's going to do to Kellen Moore, because Kellen Moore approached it conservatively. But we know when Dak, and he loves to throw it. You, he wants to throw it. Oh, yeah. So are they going to? double the throws now and put themselves in harm's way or continue the approach with a little more expansion of the offense. When, when Dak gets in, Dak's a better player, but you, you risk, you, you risk it. You can't play him unless he's fully gripped and ready to go um, because Cooper rush has done a nice job, but it is going to be Dak's team one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, next weekend, big game, Sunday night football, uh, I believe Eagles at uh, no Cowboys yeah. at Eagles. At so, Philly. It's going to be yeah, brutal yep. in Philly. It'll be, Starting to get a little chilly out up in the, you know the northern parts of the of the states, and uh, it's good football weather. I went to a couple of football games yep. this weekend. It's just perfect weather for football. Uh, real quick, I want to ask you about two teams. They played each other. One's a surprise. One to me has some worries, but are they Super Bowl contenders? That's my question. 
are they Super Bowl contenders? The New York Giants. Uh, I couldn't be more. Brian Dable's made it. Don't tell me coaching doesn't matter. He right. has done some great things. Got guys overachieving and actually believing, hell, we can win. And Barkley's at a whole new level this year, we've mentioned. I love what he's doing. They're not a Super Bowl contender. I don't think it's a fake four and one is somewhere in between, Segs. They keep, I mean, they're they're putting themselves in position that they can afford to lose a couple in December if they keep playing like this. But over the test of time, I, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but they could sneak in with a wild card if they keep over, you know, I mean, overachieving. But I love where they're they're headed somewhere in the future with this guy. This year may not be it, maybe a year too shy. The Green Bay Packers, do they have to make a move specifically for the offensive weapons, the wide receiver spot? Do they need to make a move to become a Super Bowl contender, or are they a Super Bowl contender now? I think defensively they can they, they're a Super Bowl contender. I, I think they have that in them. I, I don't I don't and they got the quarterback. No, today watching them, Vikings are better than they are. The Vikings are a better team than they are, better personnel. And we can keep saying, well, don't worry, don't panic. This feels different to me than the past Packers. Don't worry, don't panic. Uh, great quarterback, and they can. But if you're telling me right now, I, I got five, six teams in the NFC better than them. So, no, I don't think today that they're a Super Bowl team. The quarterback always gives you a chance. The defense is pretty good. I don't think that offense can turn it on or off. If You're, you're going to have to do something to get to another level because the passing game's average at best to me right now. Right. Okay, let's jump over to college real fast. Some interesting stuff happened. Alabama survives against Texas A&M with a backup quarterback. Milrow played hard. I I'll give him that. He made some great runs with his feet. He made some good throws, but he also made some boneheaded plays that, you know, a kid who's barely played is going to make. He put the ball on the ground a few times. Uh, just some costly plays by him. Kept A&M in the game. But AM's offense is just, I mean, just putrid. And then you got Jimbo coming out and being like, well, you know, you know, we're kind of playing with a backup quarterback, too. No, this is the guy that won the job two years in a row. And now you're going to put him down by calling him a backup quarterback when he's in the game. Like it, I, something about Texas AM doesn't sit right with me, doesn't sit right with Jimbo. And I I just if I'm a booster at that school, I'm starting to look at Jimbo very closely and saying, I know you're owed a lot of money, but we don't care. We're one of the richest schools in the country. We can put your ass out in a second. Over, over, overrated offense. Overrated. The head coach right now with the production he's getting is overrated for the price he's getting paid. Um, I thought the play call was horrendous. The design, Haynes King taking a three-step drop on a quick game catch and release at the two. The receiver doesn't go deep enough. So if he catches it, it's two yards. It's right back at the line of scrimmage. They right. have a shot. And if that's what they're teaching, then Jimbo needs to teach it different. This offense is not – they're no threat. They're just – I look at them as a middle of the road. I look at them with all these recruits. I look at them as, oh, they're okay. I mean, they're fine. They can get close once in a while. Now, they played their ass off. Don't misunderstand me. And defended yeah. it. Did a good right. job. But the quarterback throw throw production for Alabama is not where it needs to be. Oh, yeah. Get Bryce Young back. Put Bryce now, Young in that game. Team. It's a three-four score game, right? But he, the the you know he came in, did a good job. He's got great legs. Yeah, he, I mean, he really yes. does. But he yeah, Miller, exactly. He does. He's a Katie kid. I've yep. actually sat with his yep, dad yep. and talked football to him. He he can play, but he's still got a long way to go in the passing game. Alabama will be better. Texas A&M's no zero threat to me to do anything. We'll talk about it. I know on Friday says I'm going to tell you now. If that offense isn't clicking, Tennessee can beat Alabama. Ooh, and knock yeah, them. that's a game I'm looking you, forward I'm to. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. One more thing for you. You said something that if USC beats Utah, 
this coming weekend, they're running the table. I'm a little nervous Do about you one look thing, though. Past now, this Utah team to a team that has some blue and gold in them, and they're right there in the same city as you because we haven't talked a lot about UCLA. Dorian DT DRT is looking great, and he's doing things on the football field that he's a Heisman contender. Let me tell you something, brother. And they are playing good football. I don't and my defense, they got some they did a really good job last week. They mm-hmm. did against Washington State. My meaning SCs. Like I'm like I made a tackle. Hey, I got head coach, right? But own it. I, I'll, I'll say I'll leave it real quick that this because I know we're gonna hit more on them. Yes. I, I hopefully I'm not premature because I know that it's gonna be a great game with Utah because they're physical. But I'm gonna ride that confidence and say, yeah, they're gonna run the table. But if you ask me if I'm urinate down my leg a little bit with that quarterback and the way Chip's got him going and team speed, dude saying I'm going to that. I'm gonna go make sure I go to that game, the UCLA game. I'm I'm hoping that Utah mm-hmm. wins, but that it is dynamic quarterbacks and they take the over. I'm just telling you, Big take time. the over when those two play. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Because I, I might have just left that and the Pac twelve is actually deeper than we gave it credit for. It, it is. They're playing better football. Hell yes, I'm concerned about it. Let me suffer over Utah first, okay? Right. But I can't wait when those two quarterbacks get it on down the road. Yeah, it, it was a fun weekend of college football. Uh, we had some movement in the AP poll. Uh, Illinois jumps in for the first time in a long time. I think Kansas was the longest team that had gone, and they got ranked last week, and then Illinois was second, and now they're ranked this week. So cool to see both those teams get in. And we got some some big games this coming weekend that can't we'll talk, to about talk about on, about Friday. It on Friday. Yep. All right. That'll do it for this episode of the Sean Salisbury show is all to you. As always, we are brought to you by bet online. Thanks, Sean. We will uh, talk to you on Friday. Great stuff, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.